Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to In Bed with Maddie Webb. I wanted to make this podcast today because it's something that I have been struggling with for the past six months or so. And I kind of talked openly about it with my friend Emily in the last episode. But I actually feel like at this point, I'm not struggling with it as much on a day-to-day basis. And I'm ready to talk about it openly because I feel like I'm somewhat on the other side. I'm not going to sit here and say that I never experienced self-doubt anymore. That would obviously be a lie. But at least it's not crippling to me anymore like it has been. If anything, I feel like I'm empowered by it. But I talked a little bit about this last week, but I grew up in a very emotionally unstable environment. I've really never had emotional stability in my life. And I felt like the success that I had last year was kind of rooted in anger for my past in kind of a toxic way. But I think that anger can be so helpful to help you really push you to grow, push you towards your goals, and you can really get a lot of energy from it. But there's a point where, you know, I stopped being so angry because I've done so much healing. And now that I am this year really trying to have like a fully rounded, healthier, balanced lifestyle and not have my entire, entire life revolved around my career, it kind of feels like I'm starting over. And then I was also dealing with this mindset of like, if I fail at this, if I fail at my career, then none of what happened to me was worth it. And that led me just, I just started spiraling downhill. 
And um, I'm really glad that I'm over that hurdle. I don't feel that way anymore. I just, at this point, I'm never going to stop. I have been working at this career for three years, social media, and now I have this podcast and everything, but I feel like I just barely started figuring it out. And I honestly feel so grateful for all the challenges that I have faced in my lifetime because I truly believe that my purpose is to go through these challenges, come out on the other side, and then share them with as many people as I possibly can. And that's why I wanted to make this podcast in the first place. Our episode today is called Stop Doubting Yourself. What I've been learning about self-doubt is that especially when it comes up really, really strong and we start having a lot of fear about the next steps in our life or having a lot of anxiety about it, it's actually a sign that we're just ready to level up, ready to upgrade ourselves in some way or upgrade our external world in some way. I think it's just very hard to see it that way because in our culture, we really normalize it in a way that most people see self-doubt as a sign that well, I must be doing something wrong or as a sign that I should shrink myself or I should play it smaller, but that's not what it's actually there to do. And I didn't even realize this. When I start experiencing self-doubt, I know that it usually manifests into some sort of extreme stress for me and a lot of other people. Um, But one trick that I've been doing recently is when I start going down that rabbit hole, I've started just being like, stop, I reject that. And I have to remember that self-doubt is actually there so that we can see the energy of it within us. We can release it. We can move through it and then move past it. And what I mean by releasing and moving through it, that comes from the understanding of what stress actually is. Stress is the pressure of feelings that cannot leave our body because they are being held in rather than expressed out. I'm going to say that again. Stress is the pressure of feelings that are being held in our body instead of being expressed out. And I'm bringing that up because I think that when we have a lot of self-doubt around ourselves internally or around our career or our potential, whatever it is, it manifests itself in distress because when we doubt ourselves, our natural human response is like, okay, let me just try to fix it or control the outcome myself instead of actually sitting in the feeling, releasing all the emotion that it holds and then processing it so that we can move through it. I think personally, another big part of doubting myself was because I knew I couldn't keep going at the pace that I was going last year, especially. I was sacrificing my health. I was sacrificing my relationships, my mental health, because I was trying to manufacture an outcome that I genuinely have no control over. And I was just addicted to stress and completely dysregulated my entire nervous system because instead of allowing those feelings and those emotions to flow through me, I was trying to push past them, which only made things harder for me. Self-doubt is not a flaw. We all have our moments of self-doubt, but it is these very insecurities that make us human and they make us relatable. And I think that self-doubt is actually one of the first signs that you just deeply wanna grow. 
And our brain has this very negative, it has this thing called the negative bias, meaning our brain is wired to immediately find the negatives in every single thing because that's our human nature. It's how we protect ourselves. But that's where the hard work comes in because we have to literally rewire our brain to see the positive. And when we have an emotion that we perceive as negative, our immediate reaction is to go deeper in that negative and we automatically assume that that emotion is bad. But what if it's actually a gift? What if it's a sign that the level up is so close? Self-doubt is a good mechanism in the human experience. It's just a problem when it stops you. Self-doubt is not bad. What's bad is when it stops you. Our goal needs to be, I'm going to view this as a signal for me to learn more and to keep going. I want to reiterate before we move on, it is okay to doubt yourself. This is absolutely normal human response. What is not okay is to let it stop you. Do it regardless of whether or not you think that you are capable, whatever that is for you. And if you don't try, you will literally never know what could have been. But if you do try, you might actually succeed and realize that you are so much more capable than you ever could have imagined and realize that you were just holding yourself back by listening to those negative thoughts in your head. And I think a really good perspective on this comes from the book Untethered Soul. I've brought this up in so many episodes, but it just really has so much to do with listening to the thoughts in our head and seeing them as what is the truth instead of being the consciousness that's observing those thoughts and picking and choosing which ones you're actually going to believe. I think there's also a world where you don't succeed in the way that you originally thought you were going to succeed but you figured out things about yourself along the way and that was the journey all along and maybe that leads you to something else that is even more amazing than you thought in the first place. Either way, you succeed. And the only way you won't succeed is if you don't try. Success doesn't mean this worked out perfectly, exactly the way I imagined it in my head. Coming from a perfectionist in recovery, I call myself a perfectionist in recovery because I'm really trying to fix that about myself, but I understand how hard of a concept this is and how hard it is to believe in yourself and to move through that self-doubt. But forward movement is literally success. No matter what, you are still going forward and you will learn things along the way that are so valuable and that alone is worth it. The next part of this episode, I wanna talk about some tips that really helped me shift out of self-doubt and into self-confidence. It's very early on in this podcast and launching something new like this, especially that has so much content, like so much self-help content, I always wanna make sure that I am never giving advice that is unhealthy in any way. All of that brings so much pressure and can lead to me doubting myself a lot and wondering like, am I even right to be saying these things? Which is what I think I've been going through this past year, like this past seven or eight months. But by learning a lot about energy and how it affects our reality, I started realizing that if my energy is in a place of anxiety and, and fear, which I can literally go back and listen to episodes and know exactly which ones I was in alignment and know exactly which ones I was feeling anxious or feel fearful or doubting myself, that's going to affect my results in a way that I do not want it to. And avoiding those feelings is only going to feed 
that self-doubt that I have. Like a past version of me would start to feel all this pressure and anxiety and then do everything I possibly could to try to fix it myself, to try to manufacture the results that I wanted. Like outreaching with more emails, posting more videos, coming up with new ideas, constantly ignoring my physical needs, ignoring my relationships, and just putting all my energy into trying to manufacture an outcome that was out of my control in the first place. Now I'm just realizing that the most important thing that I need to do is to regulate my body so that I can feel safe again before I do anything else. Because the more safe and secure and supported that I feel, the better results I'm going to have no matter what I'm doing. So I'm going to talk about some things that have really been helping shift this energy. When I start to notice the fear and the self-doubt and the anxiety start to creep in, the first thing I know I need to do is set time aside to sit through the feelings of anxiety and let myself know, let my body know that I am paying attention. I listen to what my body is saying to me through the anxiety and fear so that I can understand what exactly it is that I need. And this just basically means releasing all of these feelings and emotions and allowing them to pass through because bottling them up is what creates all of that stress in the first place. And then once I am able to feel through all of these feelings, that's when my body is finally able to relax. So just to reiterate, when I start feeling these feelings, I know that I really need to prioritize setting time aside for me to process all of these emotions and really fully feel them so that I can release them. And it's crazy because once I do go through this, I feel this very intense amount of relaxation like you know when you know the feeling like when you when you're sobbing and you finally just want flexibility take yoga want flexibility with your health insurance check out united healthcare insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly medical dental and vision coverage that may be right for you more at uh1.com Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Let out all these emotions that have been bottled up forever. And then afterwards, you're just kind of like, <gasps> I can breathe again. After I get to that feeling, that relaxation feeling where my body is like, released all of these feelings, that's when I can move into mirror gazing, which is where I sit in front of the mirror, I put on some meditation music, and I either listen to my affirmations and repeat them back to myself, or I'll start to list out every single thing I can possibly celebrate about myself and every single thing I am proud of myself for doing. And then with that emotional shift from fear to celebration, my energy completely shifts with it. 
I don't know if you've heard of this app, but it's called Think Up and it's all for affirmations. It's literally like one of my favorite apps on my phone. And basically they give you a bunch of affirmation prompts that you can do or you can literally make up your own, but you'll write them in there and then you record them and you can literally play all of these affirmations back to yourself on a loop. I kind of talked about it in the last episode with Emily, if you heard that, but I showed that to her on January 1st and we were just talking about how many of them actually came true from her doing that. And I love the app because it's really hard sometimes to have your list of affirmations, be reading it and then looking in the mirror and be like, I am enough. Like it's really cool to literally hear my voice saying my affirmations and then repeating it back. I can feel it literally course through my body when I do this. So after I have successfully shifted my energy, that's when the real work comes in because that's when it's time to take action. The most potent way to deal with doubt is action. The way to create alignment with your goals is to press through that doubt because bravery is not the absence of fear. Brave people are not these super confident, super masculine, whatever people who are like, I can do anything. No, it's not that they don't, they aren't scared. It's that they do it anyways. Tackling that self-doubt and doing it, whatever it is that you are doing anyways, is the most courageous, brave thing that you can possibly do for yourself. It's a willingness to face and move through all of that doubt. And that is how we create alignment internally. We process through it, we move through it, and then we take action. The only way that I got through all of the manipulation, the narcissistic abuse, the emotional abuse, the physical abuse, my eating disorders, my complex PTSD, my disassociation disorder, my Stockholm syndrome, the generational trauma that I've dealt with, the karmic cycles, all of this was taking action and educating myself and refusing to let these things control and define my reality and my future and my goals. And it's so crazy because I always wanted to be somebody important, like my whole life. Growing up when I was younger, I wanted to be a famous singer and then I wanted to be a big influencer. And now I just want to use all of that trauma and growing I have had to do for a bigger purpose that goes so far beyond fame and influence. Kind of like what I was talking about earlier. Success doesn't mean that everything is working out for me exactly how I always imagined it. The definition of success has changed so much for me since I started social media in 2020. And my reality looks so different than my imagination because I wouldn't rather be anyone or anywhere else at this very moment. And I still have so much growth to do. And there's still so many goals that I've yet to fulfill. But that doubt is only pushing me further because I'm choosing to see it as a sign that it's time for an up level. And just like in our physical body, spiritually, we're going to have growing pains. But that doesn't mean that our body is failing us in any way, it means that we're moving on from a former version of ourselves. I used to see my insecurities and my self-doubt as a battle. And like, I would always say, I'm fighting the demons. I'm just fighting the demons right now. And I'm strong arming them in some way. But it just kind of kept me in this toxic energy that I was constantly going to bat against myself. Now I see that version of myself, that self-doubt, insecure, anxiety-filled fearful version of myself 
Now I see her as this sweet, confused child, inner child that I care so much for. And that's when I go into the mirror and I start talking to that inner child version of myself and I tell her that it's okay. I'm sorry that you're feeling this way. And I give that version of me the biggest hug and all of the love and patience that I possibly have. And I show that version of me empathy and compassion just like I would everyone else. When we stop waiting for that self-doubt to just disappear on its own and we make this decision to let that self-doubt come along for the ride, but not let it stop us from doing this scary thing, then and only then will it stop holding us back. Now it's time for my favorite part of the episode, Pillow Talk, where I get to answer all your questions. You can always DM me or email me at inbedpodcast at maddiebweb.com. Let's get into it. Question number one, what if I secretly feel safer when I doubt myself? How do I stop that? I feel like I can't do anything that I want to do. I want to quote a line from a book. It's called Pussy by Regina Thomas Howard. Sorry if I say that wrong, but if you're a woman or you identify as a woman, I just started reading this book and I am really into it so far. But this line specifically, she says, indulging in doubt is throwing water on the fire of desire. And I think it's so interesting that you pointed out in your question how safe and comfortable self-doubt can feel because the author chose to use the word indulging. I think It's so important to understand when you feel doubt or disappointment or fear around your desires and goals, you are actively choosing to feel that way because your subconscious gets pleasure from it. And it it doesn't take months or years to shift that. All you have to do is consciously decide to acknowledge the pleasure that that brings you. And most of the time, the pleasure is comfort because it's a comfortable feeling. Like, You don't have the power over your life and there's something wrong with you that you can't do it and that you can't do something instead of putting yourself out there and trying to do it anyways. There's a comfort in that because it feels like somewhat out of your control. But my argument here is that comfort is pleasure and to up level, we have to break free of that comfort zone. Nothing incredible ever happened to anyone who was just comfortable. And to address the last line of your question, I don't want you to ever say that you can't do it. Change your language, change your life. Say, I just haven't done it yet. I hope that helps. Question number two, I keep trying to manifest my dream life, but I feel like I can't because I doubt it so much. Okay, so I went through this a lot um, at the beginning of my manifestation journey. And I I think self-doubt comes into play a lot when you come into manifesting because some people are like, well, especially if you grow up super religious, like I didn't really grow up with the idea of manifesting. So I think there's some natural doubt that comes into play. But when I originally started manifesting, I was making my goals so, so big and so astronomical that it was so easy to doubt them. And obviously, if you're doubting your manifestations, then you're not actually manifesting because the whole concept of manifesting is like truly believing and living in that vibration of this is happening. I know it's going to happen. So what I would recommend is to start way smaller, make the stakes way less high. So start manifesting small things like a great parking spot or a free coffee or an extra hundred dollars in your bank account, just like small little things. And then every single time one of those small things happens, start writing them down, make a notes app in your phone, put it in your journal, write down 
every single thing that happens. Literally, I see this happen in my life all the time. The other day I said to my friend, oh, I wish I could just remember my dreams like you do because I feel like you learn so much from your dreams. Last night, I had the most vivid dreams of my freaking life. Uh, every single thing in my dream felt like very, very relevant for what's going on in my life and subconscious feelings and other things like the parking spot where we were driving to the farmer's market and my friend said, oh, we're not going to find parking. And I was like, no, I, I think we're definitely going to find parking. I always get the best parking. And I was just like, la, la, la. And then we find parking literally at the very front, the, the place where there's literally never parking, just little dumb things like slowly work your way up and build up that confidence so those bigger things don't feel so so out of reach. It's just a way to prove to yourself that it's real and it works. This episode was just as much for me as it is for you. And I learned so much by creating it. I hope you gained something by listening. I wanted to drop a few resources before I left that if you want to learn more. A number one recommendation is called The Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein. Gabrielle Bernstein has another book called The Universe Has Your Back. And it was my very, very first book when I started coming out of a religious mindset and more into spirituality and into manifesting and into honestly self-help in general. It was the first book that I ever read. It absolutely changed my entire life. That was day one, step one of changing my life. And I recently just finished The Super Attractor for the second time. And it is very, very uh, telling. It talks a lot about self-doubt. It also talks a lot about positivity, mindset work, asking your angels for signs. And the other recommendation I have is The Creative Act by Rick Rubin. And one of the quotes in there, this is, I, I would recommend it for more people in the creative space who are struggling with self-doubt. There's a quote in there and it says, self-doubt lives in all of us. And although we wish it gone, it is there to serve us. Doubt is human. And the attraction of any art is that is the humanity that is held within it. If we were machine-like, the art would not resonate. It just has a lot of really positive quotes for creative people that's really inspiring and I would highly recommend it. You can always support me by subscribing to my YouTube or leave a review on my Spotify or my Apple, wherever you're listening. And I would love if you followed me on all my platforms. My at is MaddieBWeb, M-A-D-I-B-W-E-B-B. You could email me or DM me at anytime with questions. My email is inbedpodcast at maddiebweb.com. I hope to talk to you soon. Love you so much. See you next week. Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.